The inmates at the All Red Unit, a tough Texas prison, mostly go by names like Monster, Diablo, and Animal. But they gave Roderick Johnson, a black gay man with a gentle manner, a different sort of name when he arrived there in September 2000. They called him Coco. Under the protocols of the prison gangs at All Red, gay prisoners must take a woman's name. Then they are assigned to one of those gangs. I was forced into oral sex and anal sex on a daily basis, Johnson says. Not for a month or two, but for like 18 months. The Crips already had a homosexual that was with them, Mr. Johnson explained. But the gangster disciples, from what I understand, hadn't had a homosexual under them for a while. So that's why I was automatically given to them. According to court papers and his own detailed account, the gangster disciples and then other gangs treated Mr. Johnson as a sex slave. They bought and sold him. They rented him out. Some sex acts cost five and others cost ten. Last month, the federal appeals court allowed a civil rights lawsuit that Mr. Johnson had filed to go ahead. The ruling, the first to acknowledge the equal protection rights of homosexuals abused in prison, said the evidence in the case was absolutely horrific. I was forced into oral and anal sex on a daily basis, Mr. Johnson said. It was horrible. The phenomenon of sexual slavery in prison has only recently emerged from the shadows. Prison rape, in general, has received sporadic notice over the years and sustained attention more recently. But there has never been a comprehensive study of incarcerated gay men and their sexual abuse. Discussing any form of prison rape is difficult for anybody. It makes many people uncomfortable. Some find it amusing. It's been the subject of mockery and almost sadistic glee, said Margaret Winter from the ACLU. But Roderick is a human being who doesn't deserve that, not in a civilized society like the United States. Civil Liberties Union represents Mr. Johnson in his lawsuit, which will also go to trial next summer. Sipping a beer in the courtyard of a hotel this week, Mr. Johnson displayed the affable good nature of a restaurant manager and car salesman put together. He's a compact, trim man, five feet, nine inches. I'm the first person in my family to get a taste of prison, he said. His crimes were relatively minor and all nonviolent. Burglary, a bad check, cocaine possession. But they were enough to send him to All Red, a maximum security prison 250 miles north of here on the Oklahoma border. According to state prison records, All Red ranks second among the more than 70 prisons in the ID units for sexual assault. Telford is number one. Mr. Johnson's suit says he begged prison officials to move him into a unit called safekeeping where white and Hispanic homosexuals, former gang members, and convicted police officers lived, but no black homosexuals. He asked seven times in writing and was denied all seven times. The officials did nothing, says Mr. Johnson. Claims they could not be corroborated At prison hearings, Mr. Johnson said, officials would take the pleasure in his plight. They would often make fun of him, suggesting that he was enjoying the rapes. Mr. Johnson said they told him that he had two choices. One was to fight, and the other one was to F-U-C-K.
The officials deny they mishandled the complaints and the ugly comments attributed to them. It's simply not true, they say. Carl Reynolds, the general counsel of TDCJ now, which runs the prisons, said Mr. Johnson's complaints were properly handled. These allegations were investigated by the internal affairs branch of our agency, he said. There seems to have been a lot of doubt about his motives and the ability to present evidence. You simply can't trust Mr. Johnson. He added that the problem of prison rapes was real and that Texas was committed to solving it. The federal law, the Prison Rape Elimination Act, says that by conservative estimate, 13% of inmates have been sexually assaulted in prison. The law calls for research and prevention of sexual assaults in prison. Six Texas inmates separately and independently gave Human Rights Watch first-hand accounts of being forced into sexual slavery, having been rented or sold out to other inmates and gangs, the report says. Those inmates and other Texas prisoners told the group that sexual slavery is commonplace in the system on the most dangerous prison units. The group said it's also collected personal testimonies from inmates in Illinois, Michigan, California, and Arkansas who have also been sexual slaves in prison. State prison systems everywhere in the country told Human Rights Watch that prison rapes were relatively rare. Mr. Johnson filed his lawsuit in federal district court seeking protection and monetary damages. His claimants were spelled out in legal papers that, cost, that took 300 pages. Early in Mr. Johnson's time at Allred, a member of the Gangster Disciples claims Mr. Johnson was sort of his wife. The gang member forced Mr. Johnson to make his bed, clean his cell, and cook food for him on a hot pot. He also forced Mr. Johnson to have sex with him any time he wanted. Mr. Johnson was later then sold to the Blood Gang and then rented to other gangs, he said. Once a bidding war broke out for him, he was told he was worth $100 in the open market. They would prostitute you, sell you for 5 or $10 worth of commissary, he said, or a couple cigarettes. Once Mr. Johnson was raped by eight men, one after another, he was raped in cells, stairwells, and showers, he said. It's like throwing a piece of meat to a pack of wolves when you're in the shower. Throughout, he was called Coco. They wouldn't call him anything else. The other prisoners used feminine pronouns as she, her, and everything like that when they talked about him. If you are a homosexual, Mr. Johnson said, you are considered a female among these men and will take on the name and role of a female. You have no choice. You do not go by the name Roderick because that's manly and you're disrespecting the men on the facility. Gang members humiliated Mr. Johnson and other inmates for sport on All Red. Scenes were reminiscent of the abuse at Abu Ghraib prison in Iraq. According to Mr. Johnson's court filings, members of gangs called the Mexican Mafia forced him and a mentally ill man known as Alazar to masturbate each other in the shower. They repeatedly forced Alcazar to insert his finger into Mr. Johnson's anus and then lick his own finger. Thinking back on his ordeal in prison, Mr. Johnson said, It broke my spirit. It broke my pride as a human being. He grew up in a large farming family in Marshall, Texas, northeast of Houston. His cousin Sharon Bailey recalled, We all went to church together with my mother driving me. 
Roderick and his sister always went to Sunday school every week. He joined the Navy at 17, visiting Thailand, Singapore, and Japan on the USS Alamo. His trouble started after he was discharged, he said, when he burglarized a neighbor's house in Marshall. He had fallen under the way of a boyfriend who ran with a bad crowd and used drugs. The crime earned him a 90-day sentence and 10 years of probation. After serving his sentence, he went on to hold a series of decent jobs, but drug reuse resulted in probation violation and sent him to prison. A Texas prison, he said, is no place for a gay man. You've got rednecks here in Texas who run these prison systems, Mr. Johnson said. A black man suffering, especially a gay black man suffering, is right up their alley. At a court deposition, a lawyer for prison officials questioned Mr. Johnson's religious faith, an issue with no obvious claim to the case. How do you as a Christian man balance your homosexuality with your Christianity? I really don't feel that I'm any different from anyone else who serves God, Mr. Johnson told the lawyer. The doctors say he has PTSD and he receives disability now. He shares a room in a private boarding house for former prisoners hard by the highway. Takes antidepressants, goes to counseling, and he said it's hard to stay sane. Story by Adam Liptek.